Okay, you can't make raunchy jokes anymore because we're recording. So you gotta keep it down. I'm the one with the raunchy jokes. Yes, you gotta tone it down. Hello, everyone. This is Our Kids Asleep. My name is Jaime, and I'm joined by my wife, Maddie. I believe that's her name. She's great. How are you? I've been better. Got all busted up, huh? I'm a little busted up right now. (laughs) So, Um, uh, what happened? You... Were you like uh, drag racing and like car hitcha or yeah, I skydiving? Wish it, I wish it was less embarrassing the reason that I'm busted up. I mean, you don't have to go into it if it's too <laughs> embarrassing. If we really want to disappoint um, our friends and family who are... Well, I mean, it'll be it'll be pretty... Uh, I'll bleep it out. Consistent with, with me, with people who know me, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Thursday morning, I got up... And things were normal, like nothing was out of the ordinary. I didn't feel weird or anything. I sat on the edge of the bed next to you because you were trying to wake up and you were slow to wake up. It takes me about 30 minutes to get up <laughs> So I, was like I need help getting being, up. I was being encouraging. And <laughs> I sat on the edge of the bed next to you and uh, I went to stretch my back. Like I just kind of, you know, reached my arms up and stretched my back and my back muscles went into this spasm. (laughs) Like, the most horrendous pain I've ever felt. It was pretty random. like, birthing pain. Like, it was pretty bad. And, um... (laughs) So, yeah. So, so my muscles just, like, crunched. Like, they just, like, like, clenched up. And I, like... (laughs) It was, like, collapsed onto the bed. And um, I couldn't move for I don't know an hour, half yeah, it an was, hour. It was like, pretty it tough. Was pretty bad. And um, luckily, I was working from home, and I hung out with you. Or was that Thursday? It was Thursday, so you were working from home. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, and oh well, that day though, you had to go out oh, of town right, right, right. for a I, little bit. I had to go to a trip um, yeah. for like the first half of the day. Um. So my my mom came over. She brought like all these creams and lotions. Yeah, and like I had a heating pad, but she brought a bunch of like pain, like pain medication and stuff. So I was pretty uh, set up. But um, yeah, like the whole day is pretty bad. <laughs> um, and so it was just general pain for about two days straight, right? Well, On and off. the first day was was pretty bad like most of the day although i did get the spasming under control um and then the the friday i felt better and so i took some leave and went to work and you know i was uncomfortable but it wasn't like horrible you know pain or anything and then saturday i was okay in the morning and then just in the middle of the day, my back started spasming again. And I don't really know why. I, you know, maybe I did too much. I didn't think I was doing a lot, but. Um, and in my defense, I just want to say that I did repeatedly ask you to not do anything. Yeah. And like I, nothing I at wasn't all. really doing <clears throat> anything, I don't think. But, you know, maybe making the coffee was too much or <laughs> I don't know. Well, you did the dishes. Yeah, but that was and- just standing. I wasn't bending. I wasn't doing you know i wasn't twisting. did you scoop the cat boxes no okay thank god you did that 
Okay, I forgot. I did that. <laughs> I knew I was. I knew I shouldn't do that. Um, I don't know. Who knows what caused it? But anyway, the Saturday, the the spasming came back, and um, it was as bad as the first day. I think. Yeah. And um, my mom had given me uh a tens device, which is like this. Oh, it's that shock therapy shit. Yeah, it's like an electric current that you like you put these little stickers Man. on your back and you can send like electric. It's it's like mild electric shocks. Um, but it feels like vibrating, like it feels like a massage. Oh, but I thought I thought it was vibrating. We were like, no, babe, it's not vibrating, it's just electricity. No, it's shooting your into insides. your yeah, into your muscles. Brian Wilson wrote a song about it. It's powerful <laughs> stuff. And it made a difference it from really what I did. could tell. Yeah, it really, it was, really made it. It kind of, my mom explained that it interrupts the spasming cycle, like the muscle. It interrupts like the pattern of spasming or something. So, so it, it breaks it up. It, yeah, it breaks it up essentially. Like the ref at an elephant NFL game. <laughs> in an elephant game? In an elephant game. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. I meant. <laughs> um, so that did help. Um, yeah, and then today, so Sunday was better, although I, I did nothing on Sunday. So, like, literally nothing. I just laid on, I just changed positions, like, places I was laying down. Yeah, I didn't know you could hold the same face for the same amount of time <laughs> for such a long time. You did that for four days. You had this, like, grimace <laughs> slash, I, yeah. I don't want to be here right now kind of vibe. And yeah. that lasted four to five days. Mm-hmm. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. So I went to the doctor today because it was still like I was still having issues like on the way to work. So I was like, okay, I best I guess I better go talk to a professional. Um and she I don't know, she gave me like muscle relaxers and I haven't taken those yet, but I'm sure they'll yeah, be. Yeah, you're you're gonna get fucked up on some of that medical magic and you will feel better for a little bit. I think it's just a matter of time, but Thankfully, it's not a serious thing. It's not an escalated thing that is is like going into your your no. bones or whatever. But yeah, it's not like a slipped disc or something serious. That's like what that, I was worried so. about, and yeah. I tried to ask you for a little bit more information. But luckily, it stayed in that realm of just muscle yeah. related pain. But it is a relief. I think we're all very tired, though. Uh, I I became ultimate house husband. I'm very proud of that. I just want to say. I tried my best. I know it's not perfect, but I gave it my best. Yeah. Um, and, and really, I think that's the point of this whole episode. So I think we should shut it down because <laughs> yeah, no, you, I, I feel good about myself. I appreciate the, <laughs> the help for sure. So now we, we have a lot of plans or contingency plans. Should you be unable to sit in that position while you record, feel free to take the microphone walk around the room, pace. I actually, I'm really liking this vibe where I'm on the floor and I feel like that's flexible enough for me that I can, you know, kind of like cross my my legs and, and then stretch and, and feel like I'm more in tune with my body as I'm talking. So mm-hmm. this is really good for me as well. I just want to throw that out there too. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to celebrate Maddie's strength that she was able to overcome this. She's doing a lot better. And uh, if we could toast, um, there you go. That's uh, one toast to Maddie's health. And hopefully, dear God, the cosmos, whatever's up there, I pray that we 
overcome this soon enough. Oh, that water is totally going to fall right on my couch. Enough of this. I'm going to hear. Anyway, um, I'm very relieved. I'm very happy. But we got to watch a lot of cool movies. We we got to watch The Day After Tomorrow, Mm -hmm. which we've talked about on this show. But this is something to celebrate, too. I think we had a monumental breakthrough with our kid who refuses to watch anything but what he wants to watch. Mm-hmm. Mom was in pain. She <laughs> wanted to go to one of her comfort movies. She said, let's watch The Day After Tomorrow, which kicks ass. It's a great movie. I agree. We started playing it, even though our son complained for about 30 minutes. He went to play Legos, did his thing. <laughs> Eventually, he comes back, and then he catches one of the big action set pieces, and he is blown away. He wants to know more about it, and sure enough, he watched the rest of the movie with us. Mm-hmm. That was a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah, he was into it, for sure. And sure enough, by the end of the movie, he said, this is badass. And he didn't say that, but he said, this is wonderful. I really enjoyed it because mm-hmm. he's he's very proper sometimes. He's, <laughs> he's very careful with his words, mm-hmm. like like his mom. And then that led to Twister. Yeah, we got him to watch Twister. I am so proud. I don't know if this if it's well. A- we had avoided it before now because I was afraid it would create a fear of storms. We're very careful with that. I think we might be overly careful, don't you think? I don't like, think so, because he has an overly active imagination. He does. And um, things stick with him. So, and I was like that as a kid, too. So, yeah, um, it well, ha- I had know. to be, I mean, I think my parents had to be careful about what I watched, too, because... My parents just made fun of me, because I was afraid <laughs> of everything. No, like, but, like, I was afraid that... Because like tornadoes happen, like yeah, they, that shit is a, real life. A, I mean, I know it's a you know it's a it's an action movie, but those people losing their homes, like that's a real thing. Like and you Jodie see Foster's the- dad just like going off into the sunset. You mean Helen Hunt? Oh God, that's so rude. <laughs> that's so rude. Not all white women are the same. I apologize. <laughs> this is awful and so embarrassing. No, it, it was a. Uh, I was. We were thinking of Contact. That's yeah, we why talked I, about Contact. We talked about. Well, contact I asked, too. like, do you think he would like to watch that? And you were like, uh, that is. There's a lot of philosophy there. There's a, a lot, lot of heavy religious um, conversations. Yeah. Um, Matthew McConaughey just being sexy everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I it's forgot. too much. It's too I much. He's in there for the average like, viewer. He's in there being sexy. I forgot <laughs> that. Um, yeah, but watching Twister with him was fun. It's and, fun and, enough. Yeah, and it was kind of it's kind of ludicrous enough that it's it's fun. Yeah, and uh, we the, the only part of the movie I felt well, there's two parts of the movie I felt like we had to sort of grounded reality little a little bit was when joe's dad gets sucked into the tornado at the beginning of the movie and then the part where wakita gets hit and there's like people you know there's people looking through their belongings just looking like my life is ruined yeah nothing matters (laughs) it's like Um, let's turn this into the sequel to the mist where we just kill each other because (laughs) Well, There's no purpose. That Not that dark, but it was, you know, for a kid. Yeah. We needed to give him some context. We needed to 
make yeah. him realize, listen, this is this does <laughs> happen, li- but it doesn't happen here. Oh, I liked how you explained like why her dad had to die in the oh, beginning. Christ. Like you explained it like a plot device. <laughs> and I was like, that's because well, it is. <laughs> I mean, I guess in the, since it's a movie, it's okay to explain it like. Am that. I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're right. It's the impetus he, for her. Drive. Yeah, and and he knows dramatic structure well enough because I've been drilling it into his head <laughs> yeah. that. In the beginning, there has to be a motive for the main character, the protagonist, to leave their shelter, leave the safe place, and go out into the world. Mm -hmm. So, usually that inciting incident is something of a traumatic nature, something they have to overcome, or something that they need to figure out, Mm -hmm. right? So, it's a problem-solving kind of thing, and we begin with once upon a time... And so on and so on. Yeah. But anyway. That's what happens when your dad's a writer, guys. It just. The, it doesn't get explained to you. And sometimes people <laughs> die in natural disasters. It's, well, you see, <laughs> as a plot device, this inciting incident. Well, he needs he needs an in-between because you're like, yeah, people die. They just, <laughs> they just go on the ground. That's true. <laughs> there needs to be some, ba- some balance. Um. Um, but yeah, so that was um, that was fun to watch. So that with him. we're going to be looking for a little bit more wild action adventure. Yeah, we that- were trying to think of other natural disaster movies we could show him that aren't too violent. Uh, San Andreas is okay because it's so over the top. Like yeah. e- everything happens in that movie. Like yeah. I don't know. We thought about 2012 too, but 2012 is just straight up garbage. I don't know. Is 2012 the one where Yellowstone goes up, or is yeah. that San Andreas? No, that's 2012. Or do they blow up in both movies? Uh, Does Yellowstone no. blow up in both movies? No, San Andreas is mostly focused on California. What about Woody Harrelson? That's 2012. That's 2012. I keep forgetting no, no, no. because San Andreas is it's the San Andreas fault. It's like the John Western... Cusack isn't in that one. Yes, he is. Oh no! Sorry, he's in yeah. twenty twelve. Ah, ah, okay. okay, John okay. Cusack, there Woody Harrelson are both in twenty twelve. Fine. Twenty twelve is not good. I think if we should watch Santa, he's seen parts of twenty twelve. I think. And was he like that? Nah, not for me. I feel maybe we've seen the whole movie actually. <sighs> I don't remember, but maybe San Andreas is next. Well, listen, I don't know. And the- then there's also the asteroid movies. Yeah, not um, Greenland. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I did. I did propose Greenland that because movie it traumatized is, me. That movie straight up horrifying. It's really good. We it's reviewed horrifying. it. I think we already reviewed it, didn't we? I don't remember. No. Well, if we haven't yet, I think we should because that shit um, made me lose faith in humanity. Like, Jesus, they don't make asteroid movies like they used to. <laughs> this <laughs> like, shit is real. Deep Impact was just like, oh, will these teenagers be able to fall <laughs> yeah. in love? And now this is like, your kids are getting stolen. Like, the druggies are going into the stores it's and like, raiding the pharmacies. Shooting old people. Shooting old people. Stabbing. Pretty terrible. Stabbing everyone. It's a really yeah. good movie, though. Anyway, not Greenland. But maybe Armageddon, although it's a little soft. There's a lot of strippers in Armageddon. So oh, yeah, to, there is. We may have to skip yeah. a couple of things. Deep from Impact the movie. might be good then. I don't Deep know. Deep Impact. It's more of a drama, you're right. It's, yeah, they're, they're just slower. Even like yeah. mid to late 90s for a kid now, it just seems like a slog. But I, I, this is the crazy thing. It's like, I really wish he would, he would watch Jurassic Park. It's too scary. It's not scary. 
It's a lot of like scary dinosaurs and they still look real. The only scary part, and I'm sorry, I'm going to give away a spoiler, is when fucking Samuel L. Jackson shows up in the shape of just an arm after he's been no, eaten. No, that's yeah, not like, the only scary part. That's the scariest the part. The T-Rex is scary. The raptors are scary. That's, They're that, not even real. That, they that look shit real. Was they look real to a kid. Dinosaurs don't exist. They were set up. <laughs> they were set up by They're the government. R- r- riding around with saddles on their backs. To justify, <laughs> to justify oil. The pursuit of oil. That's <laughs> Our world is only 2,000 years old. <laughs> and it's flat. Thank you very much. Nobody's been like I'm lower than a mile I'm still kind of scared down. of Jurassic Park. It's a great movie. It is. You're right. It's, it's a good movie. But I think he needs to be a little bit older to enjoy it. One more year. I think he'll be one more year. He's been saying that for five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, this is where we get into that that interesting threshold of just parental guidance yeah well you know maybe he's ready he'll be ready sooner than i think he'll be but yeah but it's a it's a personality thing too i mean every kid's different yeah and he's he's very like careful you know yeah he's he gets anxious about certain i mean that that movie has a lot of anticipation too Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first 30 minutes, 45 minutes, are you waiting for the fucking T-Rex to show up and right. do something? And then the goat leg just he, flies. I will say, though, that he likes that Jeff Goldblum is in it. That's true. He's a big Jeff Goldblum He's a fan. big Jeff Goldblum fan. Wins left and right tonight. Yeah. Um, he loves Thor. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, it's a fun movie, wonderful movie. Mm-hmm. But that's a credit to the movie just being great for everyone. Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum knocking it. Out he of the also park. likes um, that Jeff Goldblum show on Disney Plus. The one, what is it called? The one where he the just, world according to the Jeff. Wor- Goldblum? There it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he likes. That's a good show. It's a good Can't show. wait to watch the fly with him. I think he'll love oh that. Oh my god, that shit is horrifying. He's Jaime is just intent <laughs> on traumatizing our child because just like listen, I, you were traumatized as a child by movies. Yeah, but you know, there's there's a handful of movies that he's not going to watch with us. Number one, he's not going to watch Fire in the Sky. That's mm-hmm. my number one movie that he's never going to watch. Even even if he's 20 or 30, <laughs> he's not going to watch that movie. Okay. Because that movie ruined my childhood. Okay. And I think after our conversation last night, yeah. that's the movie that changed everything for me. How old were you when you watched that? I don't know. I must have been like like a little bit older than him, maybe nine or 10, but it's horrific. Yeah. And it's a serious drama. It's one of those where it's a lot of buildup for this one event where they reveal what this individual's actual abduction experience was for, um, it's a UFO movie. If if you folks don't know, Fire in the Sky is um, based on events that supposedly happened in Arizona, I believe, in, it may have been the 70s, to uh, um, a company of loggers. They were out in the you know, in the boonies and they experienced this event. And I just gotta I just gotta give a shout out though. The design in that movie, looking at it now, phenomenal. Like those are the most haunting designs of extraterrestrials I've ever seen on a movie. Period. Like Predator, Alien, like none of those hold a candle to just the 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 surreal um off-putting quality of what you see it's kind of like um it wouldn't be like an uncanny valley but it's just you see something that's humanoid but at the same 
at the same time it's not it's mm-hmm. like the complete opposite of it and they um they have some pictures of the actual um little designs you know that they created and stuff and and they're just phenomenal mm. but when i was a kid watching that movie really made me feel like like there was something malignant you know like just constantly hovering you know and, and watching out for us and it reminds me of the story that i was telling you the other day and i've i've told you this a couple of times but when i was younger and we lived in my grandparents house we had we lived up in the second floor and being a mexican home it's always in construction there's always mm-hmm. like a process of like it's oh incomplete it's we- incomplete so every night when we had to go upstairs to bed we had to go up the stairs but there was no ceiling like mm-hmm. in just that section open air. just open air and so me being terrified i refused to look up and my parents would always cover my head because i refused to look up and i didn't want to be exposed to the heavens like the most terrifying prospect for me was looking up at night and that's kind of fucked up i think i think that's was not that, healthy was at that all. only when you were going from your from the house to the to the room up there or was it all the time i think it's because i was ascending like we were ascending and it yeah. felt like i was even Closer. more exposed to, yeah. I, I still haven't really found the logic mm. but it felt it was difficult for me as a kid to look up and be like, oh, yeah, there's, there's So what stars. are the other movies he shouldn't watch? He shouldn't watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You don't think so? No. Why? Because it's it's a, uh, an existential... Um, yeah, but kids don't understand that. I watched that movie in the sixth grade, and I didn't understand the gravity of he it. He can watch it in middle school. I'm totally fine with <laughs> okay. that. He's not going to watch it now. He's yeah. going to watch it later. And I will set my foot down. <laughs> now... You know, more sci-fi adventure kind of alien movies like the original Alien. Sure. Later on. Not now. Not now. That but movie just, is horrifying. No, listen. Listen. I'm just saying because the concept of the aliens is, is an abstract one. It's not like a humanoid species coming down mm-hmm. to, what do you call it? Subjugate. It's a monster movie. It's, it's a fun monster movie, yeah. which he, he should watch later, obviously. But I'm just saying, the kind of movie that fucks you up, that he may want to stay away from for a while, those, those are the big ones. Probably the, the top two for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty cool with that. He can watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre for all I care. For That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I jest. <laughs> I hope you know. I'm, I'm not totally serious about that. Yeah. <laughs> But we bring baggage into parenthood. That is the problem. We bring a lot of baggage into parenting. And it's nice to recognize it and say there's a middle ground. And that's why I appreciate being a parent with you because (laughs) you're more level-headed than me. And I reach for my emotions whenever I have to be a parent. Yeah. And uh, I I appreciate you for that. Despite the... um, Despite... You, the very best efforts to leave your leave your shit at the door it's impossible shit comes with you in a backpack you try really hard mm-hmm. to not put it all on your kid but right right it still happens but alas he enjoyed the uh what what do we call them like disaster movie yeah they're like um, natu- I, I guess natural natural disaster disaster movies yeah so that's a win maddie's back is better So, watch scary movies with your kids. It's going to be great. 
But not too early. Cause not too early. Trauma. Um, you want to talk about something nice like Bluey? Okay. <laughs> yeah, speaking about- of not traumatizing your kids. <laughs> um, we So we found this show, I'm sure a lot of other people have at this point, um, on Disney Plus called Bluey. And it's this show about, uh, it's an Australian show that actually Disney, Disney acquired it from BBC Australia in like last year. And so now the first season is on Disney plus and available for American audiences to now to enjoy. Um, it's a show about a family of dogs. It's like a dog world. Animated series. Yes. Animated dog world. And um, the family, Bluey's family, is uh, Blue Healers. And um, it's just like, it's the sweetest kids show I've seen in a really long time. And it's really like genuine and... It's. I feel like there's things in it that kids obviously can enjoy, but also parents can identify with. Um, it reminds me of uh, sort of a throwback to the kinds of kids entertainment that that had heart and a message. I mean, probably the only thing I, I can compare it to would be something like the original Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. That and to this day, it's it's part of that tradition that they maintain and do a very good job of doing doing so but it just feels honest and like they're really trying to remind kids of kindness and the right way to live and the lessons that they impart in the shows which are very short they're about 10 minutes probably Mm -hmm. each episode very endearing very sweet the characters are just so likable that I, I think it's a testament to how wonderful the the production is and the writers and, and the design folks and the acting yeah. in that show. Voice acting in that show is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, and it's, um, there's these moments. So, you know, the show is generally pretty light. Um, you know, they 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 touch on things like sharing and, you know, normal things like subjects that kids shows um, talk about. Um, And then there's things like there's an episode where spoiler alert, if you're planning on watching Bluey all the way through ruining the shows, there's an episode that there's a couple, but there's one that sticks out that just really caught me off guard (laughs) And your sister was here when we watched it, I think maybe for the first time, because we hadn't made it. It's like 50 episodes, 50 10 minute episodes or something. Right. And so we hadn't made it all the way through. And there's an episode called, I think it's called The Camp Out or Camping. And it's about just like the family goes on a camping trip. And Bluey, the main character of the show, meets another little boy playing like a dog and these characters are just a couple of years old they're probably she's, five or six she's six bluey six show, yeah okay um and so she meets this little boy his name is jean luke he doesn't speak english he speaks french his parent i think they're canadian or something french canadian and um but they play together anyway even though they can't understand each other 
And, you know, they play together for a few days and they, um, in their playing, they plant a seed. They find like a little seed pod and they're like, oh, we're going to plant it because we need fruit to survive. You know, they're playing. So they plant it and they come back a couple days later and there's like a little seedling. It, it, there's like a little, yeah, like a little sapling that's sprung up out of the ground. And Bluey can't find Jean-Luc. She goes, she wants to go tell him like, look, it sprouted. Uh And she runs to the campsite and he's gone. Like his family is gone. They had to leave. They had to leave a day before they did. And so Bluey's all sad, you know, that (laughs) she's never going to see Jean-Luc again. And. What do their parents say? Her mom says something like, um, you know, well, you never know what, what's going to happen, you know? And yeah. And then you think the episode's over at that point. You know, you think they're just going to go home. And then it cuts back to that tree. And the tr- there's like a time lapse. And the tree grows. Like the sapling grows into like a full-blown tree. And then you see like a grown-up, not grown-up, but maybe like a teenage Bluey. She's coming down the hill with a book. And she's like yelling back to one of her cousins. And she sits under the tree. And then out of nowhere, Jean-Luc, like a teenage Jean-Luc <laughs> comes in and is like, bonjour, Bluey. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, Brenda and I were like, what? <laughs> we were like weeping and like a lot, you know, our kid didn't know. Yeah, he was, was like, he was like, oh, Bluey's older. That's what you, you realized like, it. Brenda and I were like, what is happening? Like Bluey yeah. just like came out of left field and just hit all the adults in the room. I remember that episode really well. Cause you, we watched it after you guys, after you guys, uh, we went through a couple yeah. to watch and, uh, that one was very, very good. And, Typically for me, those moments come when the the dad, I mean, he's just, he's like dad goals. Like yeah. everything that, that the dad does is just like, that's a good model for parents. Yeah. Like when, when you need to handle difficult situations, like you need to be that kind of dad. And usually like at the end of the episode, he's trying his best to just, just relax for yeah. a moment, for yeah. a second. And then the kids are just like on top of him, fighting him. <laughs> They want to dress him up. They want to, you know. And he just wants to watch cricket and be yeah, left alone. Yeah, he just wants a moment. And it's so honest, so true. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, you see yourself in, in that in that situation. Um, but there's, there's a couple of good ones, too, with, like, the smallest one when she uh, hurts herself. Bingo. Yeah, uh-huh. when they're playing and, like, dad's too rough and oh like, yeah you know that they got like a little four-year-old yeah she's, little yeah, kid she's like four yeah to say the line in oh, front of the yeah. microphone but it, it, again <laughs> it's the, so sweet the I, I guess just the performances like they really come through mm-hmm. and it's less about it being a cartoon and, and more about them being like genuine fully fleshed out characters mm-hmm. and it's so so rewarding so that's a treat for parents for sure yeah like god there's so much i've said this before but there's just so much garbage made for kids you know and a lot of times you just have to like grin and bear it if your kid likes something that you hate um but every once in a while you come across something that's just that's just extraordinary yeah for for that audience and bluey is one of those 
Great show. Yeah. So we we should give it a shout out. It also doesn't. It's uh, also super adorable that just little kids with accents is adorable. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There you go. And that's another tink. That's two on the night. It's a good night. Mm-hmm. It's a very good night. And maybe it's because you're looking forward to uh, just getting knocked out by those them yeah. drugs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that medication is going to sleep well. Probably or not. you're going to sleep well on that yeah, medication. Yeah, it's probably not going to be as fun as I'm hoping it's going to be. I, I think it will. I keep Just telling you this. I'm, I'm out. hyping it up to such a degree that um, when you get disappointed, you'll be <laughs> coming back to yell at me for it. But yeah. it's it's going to be great. Oh. What? Um. Okay, so do you want to talk about... Do you want to move on to listener emails or do you want to hit Mortal Kombat this episode? Let's talk about listener emails because that is more important and we're saving it for last. Fast for last. So we got some listener emails. We need theme music for listener emails to show our gratitude for these wonderful bits of correspondence. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts, dear listeners, (laughs) for sending stuff. Okay. So the first one we got is from Ashley. And all it says is, Jaime is a butthead. Nick Cage. What? Nick Cage sound bites. <laughs> damn it all. This is in response to your threat on the last episode. I believe it was the last episode that you're going to just make an entire soundboard of Nicolas Cage sound bites just to torture Ashley. Okay, listen, you. <laughs> wherever you are, wherever, you, wherever you're listening to this, Nick Cage sound bites is going to happen. I'm not going to tell you when, but when you least expect it, that's when it's going to show up. So please come on the show. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Thank you for your input. We love you. Stay safe. (laughs) Much love. Okay. Nick Cage is not going anywhere. Um, And the other, the other email we received was from Sam. (gasps) Sam. Um, Sam. Here's what she said. I was going to text Maddie that I listened to the most recent episode, but after the public shaming your listener base received to email you, I'm begrudgingly complying. Translation, it was so nice of you both to give a shout out to Leo's beer, the go the fuck to sleep beer that we talked Ooh, about. Oh, man. He'll be really humbled and honored. I also agree it was one of the most fun times we've had in, in probably a year. Nothing better than great company. Uh, we got to see them. Oh, Um, man. When we went through Cheyenne last. Um, And don't worry, Maddie. I also plan to come up with topics, but I think I might snail mail them to you uh, so that you have to open them on the spot live. Insert (laughs) evil laugh here. I don't have any grievances to air currently, but both my brothers and I celebrate Festivus, so don't worry. I'll find some grievances to air. And if not, we'll skip straight to the feats of strength. Love you both. Very nice. I'm I'm glad that she got the original uh, meaning of that statement. Well done. Well done, Sam. Is that a Seinfeld joke? Yeah. Okay. Um, I knew Festivus is a yeah, Seinfeld Yeah, Jerry joke. Stiller created the holiday um, as a response to Christmas. Right, right. A Festivus for the rest of us, mm-hmm. where they air their grievances. Oh, it's, oh, okay. And it's it's kind of interesting. We were talking about Seinfeld and whether we should actually commit to watching something like that or not. Yeah. Because we have suddenly become big fans of uh, uh, 
What's her face? Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs> What's that other white woman? Whose name the is? hot one that gets better and better the older she gets. Uh, yeah, Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus. She's wonderful. Yeah, she really and, is. And uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm down to watch Seinfeld. My brother's like hardcore into it now because of his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. but he has a beard, so. <laughs> <laughs> And a sweater vest. Yeah, he he has to like sophisticated things like Japanese jazz, <laughs> Frasier, and Seinfeld. Yeah, things of that. Frasier's ilk. another one that I would not mind watching. We've we've seen a couple of episodes. It's yeah, but very sophisticated. I watched, I watched all this stuff in syndication. Like it was just like it was on. It wasn't like I watched. Yeah, but it. we we tried. Remember, we tried to watch a couple. No, I don't remember. I was. I wasn't too fond of your brows because they got they went higher and higher with each episode that you watched. <laughs> what of Seinfeld or Frasier? Both. Oh no, it was Frasier. Oh, it was Frasier. Did we try to watch it in Seattle because it takes place in Probably, Seattle? Like, Did we do fucking that? posers? We're just like <laughs> we're in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> we should definitely try to watch Seinfeld at least, and then from there we could watch Frasier because Frasier's a spinoff. No, no, no. Frasier's no. a spinoff of Cheers. Never mind. Right. Never mind. There's a lot of programming to watch. Don't feel bad about it. It's all on Hulu, right? Yeah. With ads, even though. No, it's not. My parents don't. There's, there's they pay ads. not to have ads. They pay not to have ads? Yeah. Oh, bless them. <laughs> my mom has no patience. Get somebody who's willing to uh, to pay off those uh, those commercials. Yeah. So, um, yeah, overall, what were we talking about? Um I forgot. Stream. Oh, because Sam referenced Seinfeld. Sam, thank you so much for your <laughs> correspondence. I'm sure that you enjoy Nicolas Cage. That's great. Thank you so much, um, Ashley. Thank you a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll look forward to the snail mail topics. Yes, and we will please. be. We will be opening them on air. We love you guys so much. Thank you. Thanks for <laughs> writing in. Um, the rest of you, you're dead to us. Um, <laughs> Air your goddamn grievances. I'm kidding. At our kids asleep. I get nice messages from quite a few people that they've listened. And yes, I won't name names. It's much appreciated. Wherever uh, you are, thank you. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, uh, yeah. I mean, we could talk about Mortal Kombat, but I think I I might want a, another episode to yeah. really get into my you know my dream come true of seeing. These characters come to life under a decent budget, good performances, a lot of mixed opinions out there about it, but uh, yeah, let's save it for next time. my own. All right. Don't ruin this for me. Just shut it for a sec. We We can talk about it next episode. Yeah. Let's talk about Mortal Kombat next time. Otherwise, let's call it good and we'll let your back rest. Just get... Um, fucked up on that medicine, Mm -hmm. you're going to be fine. I've heard from doctors on TV. They (laughs) usually tell people that... Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz. Dr. Phil. Yeah, eat all kinds of good stuff. Be nice to your mom. Thank you to to my in-laws for being amazing this weekend, too, and helping us out. Um, They really bailed us out. It's it's been a rough weekend, but uh, we're doing good. So we'll leave you to it, folks. Much love, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys.